I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment, the TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Hebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good.
Eric Asher. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. You're listening to 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Of course, Eric Asher taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Uh, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, mobile apps. You can take the show with you anywhere. Nash F 106.1 and Eric Asher on the World Wide Web. And we're on all podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. The most listened to is probably iHeart and Spotify, but we're everywhere. Uh, so, again, about 20 minutes after the program ends each and every evening, uh, we get the podcast up for you so you can check out the show at your leisure. Today on the program, Gary Smith of uh, WaveReportNold.com and The Advocate will join us at 410. Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com will join us at 435. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com will join us at 510. This afternoon, Mike Dettelier uh, joined me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. You'll be able to catch that uh, 6 p.m. tonight on WLAE-TV, 10 p.m. on The Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. 2 a.m. on The Deuce every Saturday morning, every Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And we'll have it up on our social media platforms tonight at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. That's right, uh, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Oceana Grill, and, of course, Old New Orleans Cookery. 205 Bourbon Street, they are open late seven days a week, sometimes till 2 a.m., so, look, you looking for a late place to eat? Grab a few cocktails? Of course, it is Old New Orleans Cookery. You can have an extraordinary cocktail. Again, fantastic, authentic Cajun Creole cuisine. The dining rooms are absolutely spectacular, including, again, the downstairs dining room where you have these beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. If you love people watching, that's the place to be. You can go ahead and head out to the back of the uh, restaurant where, again, there's a beautiful uh, French Quarter-style courtyard for you. Uh, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Also, don't forget, on, on the second floor and third floor, both floors have private rooms uh, that have private restrooms that have an adjoining Bourbon Street balcony attached to it. So, again, you can have your next event. You can, you can dine there. It's a fantastic place to be able to, uh, to be, again, any time of the year, but especially when there's something going on in the city, right there in the, in the heart of it at 200 block of Bourbon Street. Great place, again, for a wonderful dining experience with friends or family. Perfect for date night as well. To find out more or, or to find out, again, how you can have it delivered right to your home, nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, let's talk a little Tulane in our first uh, segment. Uh, joining us in the program, nobody covers Tulane like he does. Uh, his, his site, The Wave Report, is a must-have, a must-stop shop for um, uh, anyone that is a Tulane fan. And, of course, uh, he does it for Noel.com, The Advocate, and The Times Picayune. It is Gary Smith. Gary, how are you, bud? Doing pretty good, Eric. Doing pretty good. Um, covered Tulane basketball game, exhibition game last night. Um, football game on TV tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. Big basketball preview for the season starting next week. Uh, yeah, my, my work never stops this time of year. Well, with that said, look, uh, give us a little sneak peek in, in, into Ron Hunter's uh, ball club. Yeah, um, they look. They, they did not play well at all last night, but there were some extenuating circumstances. Um, their best player, Jalen Forbes, has 
has the flu and uh, a couple other players w- were sick and, 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 and didn't play. Um, and, and Jalen Forbes um, wasn't very good last night. And also that in that, that ridiculous NCAA rule that mandates you cannot do any practices on a, a national election day, even if there's no elections in your state um, right. prevented the basketball team from doing anything at all on Tuesday. And Ron Hunter said he kind of regretted scheduling the game for Wednesday because they came out rusty um, and, and, and didn't play well, but they looked a lot better last Last Friday against ULM when they won by 31 points. It's too early to say how, whether this Tulane team is going to make a big breakthrough, but they certainly they, they have a chance. They, they, they've got much better guard play this year, and for the first time in Ron Hunter's three years, they actually returned a bunch of players because his first year he had a bunch of grad transfers that only had one year of eligibility. Um, so just, just on the experience factor alone, um, they, they should be considerably better this year than the last two years. That's good to hear because I was going to ask you, compare and contrast his last few uh, teams to this one this year. We were anticipating this was going to be a pretty good team. Mm -hmm. And and I'd say – a couple of things they absolutely had to do. They had to get better shooting because I think they were seventh to last out of 340 Division One teams in shooting percentage last year. Um, you, you obviously can't win like that. So he he, he went out and, and and recruited a couple of shooters, and, and the one that really looks like he's going to make an impact is Scott Spencer, who played at LaSalle the last two years and shot over 43% from three-point range both years. He has a smooth shot. He's got that Ron Hunter build, six foot six. He wants to he, he tends to want his players to all be between six foot four and six foot seven, and uh, he looked really he looked really good last night. Um, and, then, and then the other difference maker um, in terms of a guy coming back is is Sean James. He couldn't he um, he couldn't shoot a lick last year as, as a true freshman who was only seventeen years old. He was dared to shoot last night. He hit four threes. He does a lot of other things well too. Um, so, so the key is that Jalen Cook, the LSU transfer, that's the guy who's supposed to make a huge difference. He has really looked nervous in their first two games. He has a lot of pressure on him to prove uh, to live up to, to Ron Hunter's talk of him. He's the highest, basically the highest ranked recruit coming out of high school that Tulane's had since uh, uh, Gerald Honeycutt, um, or yeah. in, in that era anyway. And uh, he yeah. has not played well in the two exhibitions, but he's, he's still trying to get into the flow. He didn't play a whole lot at LSU last year as a freshman so he's still learning the game a little bit but uh but they have potential and the last two years when you can't put the ball in the basket you can't win that's the bottom line and this year Tulane has the potential to put the ball in the basket for those that don't uh, that are just maybe finding our show uh Gary not only covers Tulane but again uh, during the uh, during the baseball and basketball seasons yeah. he also helps us with UNO so mm-hmm. the next time he comes on we'll talk to him about the UNO privateers uh and what's expected there as well Gotta ask you again. Tough year for for Willie Fritz and his team. Yeah. What's the what's the mood? What's the what's the psyche of this team right now uh, as they get ready to face you at UCF? It, I think the psyche's fine. I mean, as good as it can be when you're one and seven. I'm not buying. Look, in the past, Tulane had some coaches where at the end of the year it was pretty clear that they had thrown in the towel. At the end of the year, they, they, injuries would mount and 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 they didn't put an effort in. That hasn't really been the problem with Tulane this year. They just haven't played well. And I just can't imagine that a Willie Fritz coach team, once it's a short of a losing record, is gonna is gonna lay down. So I, I don't think effort. I don't think the mood is the problem on this team. The problem is just has been just the play on the field and and uh, and, and and they they showed some good signs against Cincinnati on on Saturday. 
Saturday, they have to carry that onto the road because um, they've really, really, really been poor on the road in their last three games. I had the three worst games they played this year were against Ole Miss, East Carolina, and and uh, SMU when they when they allowed 102 points in the first half yeah. in those three three games combined. UCF is a good team. They're not in the they're not in the, in, in the caliber of those teams. So Tulane has a fighting chance, but they sure as heck need to 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 go to Orlando and, and, and come out playing well at the start because that's been a problem all year long. Status of uh, of uh, Pratt. Pratt, pretty good. There's no he. It's up to the team doctors. He practiced all week long. Monday he didn't have his helmet on. He was just throwing on the side a little bit. But but Wednesday after they took their NCAA mandated Tuesday off, um, throwing their whole week as all college, in, into a mess like every college team. Um, Wednesday and Thursday they and today they he he practiced full. But it, the medical staff still has to clear him, and that's not coming until until tomorrow. But my best guess, I'm not a doctor, but from everything I saw, I think he'll be Tulane's starting quarterback on Saturday. Saturday. And obviously that's huge because yeah, Kai Horton may be a good quarterback down the road, but he was not supposed right. to play as a, as a freshman. He only come through for seventy yards against Cincinnati. You're not gonna you're not gonna beat a team on the road um, with numbers like that. They they absolutely need Michael Pratt back at quarterback to have a chance to win on Saturday. How's the health of this team going into UCF? It's pretty good. Um, they're missing, it, 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 and I honestly neglected to ask this week. I don't. I think they're they're down at Eugenio Booker. He didn't play against Cincinnati. He's kind of he looked like he was going to be a key player early this year as a receiver out of the backfield. Even had had, had one game where he ran well. Um, I, I think they're down him, but for the most part. They're, they're pretty healthy. Um, and obviously getting Nick Anderson back two weeks ago, although they haven't won either game, has made a huge difference because he's their best player on defense. <laughs> and both against SMU and against Cincinnati, he, he made plays all over the field. And the defense really actually played well against Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati, despite Tulane's struggles on offense, it was a 21 to 12 game midway through the fourth quarter and Tulane forced a couple of turnovers was um, tackling well, wasn't blowing the assignments that they were earlier this year. They need to take that same type of focus that they had against Cincinnati to, to Orlando and, and having Nick Anderson back um, certainly helps there. Really great article you had this week in the, uh, in, in the paper about uh, UCF. I mean, most people that, that again, that, that follow college football closely, uh, again, understand what your what your article was about. Most people, again, mm-hmm. just hear the initials or the name. Uh, they believe that UCF is still a powerhouse. You kind right. of uh, shot that down in your article. Talk a bit about it. Yeah, they they certainly played better their last two weeks, but but the sign they 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 started to decline last year quite a bit under Josh Upel. Um they, they it was a tough they had a they had about fifteen players opt out because of um COVID last year, um, most of them on defense, so they were thrown behind the eight ball at, at the start. But after going undefeated for two years and then I believe they went ten and three maybe the, the um in, in two thousand nineteen they, they, they really fell off the table uh, quite a bit last year. Um and then this year Gus Malzahn came in. He's a good coach but he's a totally, totally different coach than than, than Josh Heupel, Gus Malzahn, when he first started off, he had this reputation as this wide open innovator on offense. But as we saw at Auburn, they didn't have much of a passing attack for a lot of his years at Auburn. He's more of a 
spread you spread you know a lot of window dressing a lot of movement a lot of some trick plays but basically a lot of zone read running plays and that's kind of what they what what they've been this year the the, the last two games they they they've had a running back carry 45 times combined and they're also their starting quarterback who who's been there he's a junior who started as a true freshman suffered a broken clavicle in their third game and they they now have a true freshman at quarterback sort of the Michael Pratt situation from last year so their passing game up until they played Temple last week has been really shaky it's a better it's definitely a better matchup for Tulane than certainly uh, an SMU was say in their in their last road game because Tulane's secondary just struggles to cover elite passing attacks and I and I don't think they're going to be facing one on Saturday UCF is five and three overall three and two in the American uh, one of the teams that will be going to the Big 12 uh, how does Tulane defeat this team on Saturday afternoon yeah, well, first of all, they got to play a heck of a lot better than they have on the road because they've just they haven't shown up in their in their in their three road games there since since their great effort against Oklahoma in, in the season opener. But but the way is to start fast. They they just cannot play uh, sort of in, like they did against Cincinnati where they were they were even. Um, they're only down two at halftime. They have they cannot fall down seventeen to nothing. It's simple to say it's hot, it's been hard for them to deliver. Um, they cannot start as slowly as they've been doing for most of the year. And if they hang around. UCF is just not a dominant team. <laughs> um, they're they're a good team. Um, they certainly have played a lot better in their last two games, where they held Memphis and Temple to to seven points each. It's the first time they've held two back to back teams to single digits since 2016. But they're not going to. If Tulane plays well, UCF is not going to blow them away. And so I, I just want to see. I want I want to see what a healthy Pratt and a Tulane offense can do in a close game. And then the other difference is Ty J Spears is Ty J Spears again. When he's healthy, he's one of the he's maybe the best player on the field in a lot of games he plays, and and he looked like it against Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. If they don't fall behind, they can continue giving him the ball in the second half, and 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 he can make a difference. He can carry them to a win if they're in if they're just in position to have a chance going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, again, the Tajay Spears situation, him really, again, uh, recovering from that knee injury last year, he's really been on fire. And again, most people yeah. that don't watch a lot of Tulane, this this is a guy that can play at the next level. <laughs> He can. I mean, you know, you know, he is eligible. By the way, he's a third-year freshman. I, from the people I've talked to, they don't think he's going to make that move. But um, you're you're eligible to go to the draft after after three years. But he's, uh, I mean, that one. He rushed for 106 yards against Cincinnati. No running back, including Notre Dame, had rushed. Notre Dame, any running back for Notre Dame had rushed for more than 80 yards on Cincinnati all year. But his best play was the reception he had in the third quarter, where he took a dump off on third and 19, four yards behind the line of scrimmage, and broke not one, not two, not three, not four but five tackles before he got tripped up two yards short of the uh, of the first down just a herculean effort from him yeah, as you're, um, as you're he, describing he, it i'm seeing it in my mind's eye yeah it was a great he's just a fantastic he's a difference maker and he he struggled with his confidence um but i, I think he's hard on himself i, I talked to willie fritz today and you, you talked to ty j spears and he, he acts like he wasn't ever sure he'd ever be healthy again but willie fritz says compared to normal acl injuries ty j spears has been right on schedule he's worked like a demon um he had the surgery in mid-October last year, so he's a little more than a year out. It always takes a long time to recover from those yes. things, and in the last three games, he's been a, he's been dynamite. And uh, and and they're now starting to give him the, the Cincinnati game was the first game where he played early, and uh, I guarantee you he'll be playing early against UCF. Yep, no doubt. Uh, hang in there, Gary. Gary Smith of the Wave Report, Advocate, Tons Picayune, and Noel.com is our guest. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and, of course, the mothership, Old New Orleans, oh, sorry, Oceana Grill, 
All are open late. Uh, Oceana's got breakfast and lunch and dinner for you. Uh, the rest of the restaurants, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, they are serving lunch and dinner. All serving late till very late, 1, 2 in the morning. Uh, and Oceana opens up at 8 a.m. for you each and every day. Again, that's the Oceana family of restaurants, including the Hideout Bar, where, again, you can make a great night enjoying some live music, fantastic food, and, of course, cocktails as well. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Here's a message from my good friend John Burkhart. Uh, nothing is more important to Burkhart than your family's comfort and safety. Many of us are having a tough time after the storm. And, of course, we want you to know that, again, Burkhardt is here for you. Whether it's electric repairs, a generator, air conditioning system, you need emergency service, you can always count on Burkhardt. We're here and ready to help. Now, just like always, we got a long way to go recovering from Hurricane Ina, but we'll get through it together. If you need help, you can always trust Burkhardt. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Brian hosts the CMA Awards live with performances by Eric Church, Jason Aldean, and Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, Luke Combs, and more. This is incredible. The CMA Awards live Wednesday, 8, 7 central on ABC and stream next day on Hulu. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect helps your business grow. Now get 20% off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. Explore more at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Offer ends 1-1-22. Visit staples.com slash services slash printing for details staples connect look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the center lane on 10 westbound at causeway and delays a solid on 10 westbound from bonnable to causeway in the meantime look out for delays that are solid on 10 eastbound from loyola to power and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays that are steady on the eastbound side along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brennan their traffic center. Where can I get an ice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the fields, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, and of course, Old New Orleans Cookery. All are open late, I mean, I mean late, 1, 2 in the morning. And of course, all have, um, all have again, a uh, fantastic menu for you, as well as a great cocktail menu. Get out there and enjoy a, um, a cocktail or a great meal at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, uh, Gary Smith is with us for a few more minutes. Gary, I want, I want to shift gears to the uh, college football playoff rankings Cincinnati snubbed. Uh, they're at six. Look, I went back, looked at the schedules, and, and look, before, one thing that I take it from this is until we get to a situation where they expand the teams to 12, you're never going to see a situation where they're going to take a Cincinnati over a Oregon State, I'm sorry, over an Oregon or an Ohio State, even with one loss. Uh, look, there's no doubt that was a that was huge win against Notre Dame for Cincinnati. Uh, when when you when you when you look at their uh, their record, Indiana's in another game. You can uh, you can say okay, they they beat a, a big time program, but well, these voters are not going to give Cincinnati the nod over again one of the major players in some of the biggest conferences. Give me your thoughts on on again how this kind of played out in just the first rankings. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with it in the first ranking. The problem is the history. You're totally right. Like I, I actually don't think those UCF teams probably deserve to get in the playoffs that they went undefeated. But it was a, it was criminal the way they were treated when they were like 11th <laughs> or, or, or something. Um, they should have been right on the bubble um, to to get in. I, uh, but this Cincinnati team, I still think has a chance. Um, but their schedule really has let them down this year. The Notre Dame win helps. That's why they're sixth, which is actually higher than any any. Um, group of five team has been before but but indiana's two and six and winless in the, in the big 10 so yeah you can't control that but it's the reality and the teams they played in the conference so far have really done poorly um they still have a game with smu left in the regular season they still have a probable conference championship game against houston they're going to need some help because you're right they're not taking them over 
a, a, a one-loss power conference, a major power conference team. But I, I actually think they still have a shot this year just because I don't think these power, these power conference teams that are in position are as good as they normally are. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. be shocked if Oregon, per, per se, doesn't lose again because they're just not that good. They they have the incredibly right. good win against Ohio State, which is why they're high right now. But they already lost to Stanford. They've had some close calls elsewhere. Um, so that would wipe out the, the, the Pac-12. Um, I I, I can see a path for Cincinnati to, to be that fourth squad if, if they stay undefeated. That, that you're right, though. The, the committee won't do them any favors, but it, I think it might be a situation where there's only three teams from the power conferences that have one loss. And I do think, with the exception of Alabama, I think Alabama would get in over Cincinnati with two losses. Mm-hmm. Um, none of those other teams will. So I do think Cincinnati has a shot this year, but we'll have to see how it plays out. I do think their schedule really is weak this year to this point. Um, if you, if you take the names off, if you just even, even by, by AAC standards to this point, except for Notre Dame, which is why they're sixth right in, in the, even close right now, they, they haven't, mm-hmm. their schedule hasn't been tough, but they've still got a chance. If they go undefeated, I really do think Cincinnati has a, has a chance to get in because I do think there might be carnage <laughs> in these other conferences because these teams just aren't that good. Um, for, for, I think for they the got to watch Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, I see that's another still. team. They do have to watch Oklahoma. Yeah. And that's the other thing. See, Oklahoma – they're, Cincinnati's ahead of Oklahoma, and that was the one point I made before the thing came out, that if Cincinnati was behind Oklahoma, that that was, a, that was a, ridiculous because Oklahoma has played a weak schedule too and has struggled to win games. They, they almost lost mm-hmm. to Kansas, which is incomprehensible because yeah. Kansas is pathetic. They're pathetic. And Oklahoma, their quarterback had to wrestle the ball away from a running back who was stuffed on fourth <laughs> down with three minutes left yes. in their own territory and get the first down an incredible play or Kansas is 45 yards away from beating Oklahoma, just like Tulane was about 45 yards away from beating Oklahoma in the opener. So Oklahoma's where they deserve to be. But again, yeah, if they go undefeated, they get in for sure. But I just don't think teams like Oklahoma don't go undefeated. I actually looked it up. Oklahoma hadn't been undefeated in the regular season since 2004. And let me tell you, most of those teams were better than this version of Oklahoma. So I think think Cincinnati's going to get help there uh, down the road. If they don't, yeah, bad news for Cincinnati. Well, bad news, Cincinnati, and bad news, again, it, it just it reinforces that you need to expand the college football playoff to 12 teams. It gives everybody, yeah, it, again, an opportunity at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen down right. soon um, for, for w- without question. So then the, yeah, we won't be having this particular discussion anymore. <laughs> no All right, thanks so much, bud. We'll check in with you next week, as always. Why don't you tell the folks about your fantastic site, what you got coming up for us in, in the uh, paper, and also at NOLA.com. Sure. I'm just put up a um, update from practice this week on, on my site with, with with every quote that Willie Fritz or, or a player player made. Um, and I also just did an analysis of the basketball team. It's it's a little we're not we're not allowed into practice in basketball. I'm judging off of two exhibitions, but I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on, on who are going to be the key players on the basketball team. Can't that's exclusive to to the wave report. You, you're not going to read that anywhere else at, at this point. And I just posted a story on a feature on Ty J Spears on on the NOLA.com website. Um, um, he's 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 having. I mean, I I, I think he's going to have a special month in November if he stays healthy for two Well, I certainly hope so. I really liked him coming out of high school, and mm-hmm. look, uh, it was a horrible injury that he had last year. But yep. again, he looks like he's back to full strength. Thanks as always, my friend. We'll check in next week. Thanks for having me on. At Gary Smith on Twitter, it's Gary Smith of the Wave Report and Old dot com, Tom Spigune and the Advocate. Coming up next, it's from Outkick dot com. Glenn Gilbo will join us on the program. We'll talk SEC. We'll talk a little World Series. We'll talk about the New Orleans Saints and of course the LSU Tigers. That's next here on Inside New Orleans. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 
Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. If you owe the IRS back taxes, get ready to pay up. The IRS has an army of tax collectors to track you down. They are relentless. Don't wait until it's too late. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief. Optima works to stop the aggressive collection actions and fights to get you the best deal possible. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery. Don't forget about uh, Mambo's and, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. I'm telling you, folks, if you're a sports fan, if you're not a sports fan, if you just enjoy a great meal and a great place with a lot of, again, just a fun atmosphere, it's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Again, whether you're hanging out with friends, watching the game, again, 30-plus TV screens for you to enjoy every single play. And when I say every single play, I mean every single play. You'll never miss a play. There are literally uh, um, uh, TVs in the restroom. In the restroom. Yes, in the restroom. 
Uh, there's a menu that's got something for everyone, and I'll keep telling you about the mixologists at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, and Bobby Bears is no different. Again, incredible mixologists, amazing cocktails, an incredible beer selection. If you're going out watching a game on, on again, just uh, the weekend, you need a, a spot to get. Uh, again, every TV screen's got got a different game on for you. And then the cocktails. And then, again, the great menu. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant's unique. It's a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. And when you're talking about sports culture, you're talking about memorabilia that is second to none. Some one-of-the-kind items. It's like we're going through, again, a, uh, a sports museum when you go to Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Hey, to order online for delivery, to find out more about their menu, go to Bobby bears.com they're open seven days a week and they're open late uh bobby bears day, uh, cajun cannon restaurant lunch and dinner 4101 veterans at lake villa bobby bears cajun cannon restaurant so good yeah you're right all right uh let's want to thank uh, gary smith for joining us now from outkick.com glenn gilbo joins us on the program glenn how are you um recovering from the astros debacle man but other than that i'm okay I knew there'd be a post-mortem there. Well, with that said, look, um, your thoughts on what happened to the Astros, because a lot of people believe that they would win this series, uh, especially, again, uh, uh, when, when you, you looked at what was going on with the Braves pitching. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, Alvarez, I mean, the, the AL Championship Series MVP, you mm-hmm. know, one of the best hitters in, the, in Major League Baseball during the regular season. He hit... Uh, 100 in the uh, in the World Series, you know, and, and Bregman was at about 102, uh, and those guys were right in the middle of the order, uh, so that just killed them. I mean, leaving leaving men on base and and uh, you know they they uh, they just couldn't solve the Braves pitching, particularly the Braves left-handers, and and um, you know the Astros pitching isn't as great as it was just a couple of years ago, but, you know, I, I think it, they pitched well enough to win if they'd have had the, their usual offense. But you got to give it to the Braves. I mean, they, they deserve it. And, you know, really, the Astros have, have become the Braves now because, you know, the Braves lost four of five World Series. Houston has lost mm-hmm. three of four World Series, not in the same amount of time, but they've lost two of the last um, three, two of the last three. They won it in 17, but that one was tainted, obviously, and then they didn't even win a game in the old five World Series. So they're, they're kind of, as much as I hate to admit it, I mean, they're, they're kind of the new Braves. Well, again, uh, interesting, again, the Southeast Series, um, you know, both teams uh, in their proximity to Walls. We talked a little about it last week. I'm sure a lot of fans here in New Orleans were, were tuned in, and uh, just uh, you know, again, another one in the books here for for uh, uh, for, for, the, for Major League Baseball. We'll see how it kind of turns out as uh, as we go forward on the, on the opportunity to defend. Well, um, the what, what is it? Snicker is the uh, is the, uh, the the manager, Ron Washington. So two guys with New Orleans ties. Uh, yeah. So I mean, look, that's a, I got to be honest with you. Look, Glenn, we know each other a long time. I can't pull for Atlanta in anything. Last time I pulled for a, a team in Atlanta was when Pistol Pete Maravich was with the Hawks. <laughs> you know, you know, you mentioned last week that, that the Braves were on VHF or the UHF station at back in right. the day, Channel Twenty Six. I, I do remember. I did remember that as soon as I hung up. I remember watching some of those Braves games uh, at that time when the when the Hawks were also on. But yeah. um, no, you know the. Uh, I told some of my buddies from Atlanta, uh, you know, congratulations 
because this this makes it, uh, you know, you, you deserve it because you've had to be Falcon fan your whole life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, and it is Falcon you know, Hate Week, right? Yeah, I mean that twenty-eight-three lead in the Super Bowl. That, oh that yes, still, that's a beautiful thing. Some of those Atlanta people, but uh, I, I yep. feel bad for them because you know there's so many comparisons between the. Uh, the two cities, but New Orleans has the Super Bowl, and and, uh, and they don't. So that's good. Can, I'm telling you, can't pull for Atlanta or anything. No, I mean, again, my, my, my son likes the Atlanta uh, uh, soccer team. Can, cannot do it. Cannot, cannot, the New Orleans enemy would not allow it to happen. Well, when Bobby Hebert was with the Falcons, I pulled for nope. him to be Are you kidding me? That's when Hebert did the, the, little, the little airplane on the Superdome, I wanted to personally I mean, go down there and kick his ass. Okay, well, I mean honestly, I think, and I love Bobby Abair. I mean, again, I thought Abair was one after Manning. I thought Abair before Breeze now was the best quarterback the Saints ever had. Guttiness. I mean, again, I, I mean, look, I, I thought the world of of, of Abair until he uh, he defected to uh, to Atlanta. Well, but the Saints management at the time was terrible. If you remember, they they gave up on oh, Morton Anderson too early. Sure. They gave up on Sam Mills too early. Right. And that's well, what well, I, the, that there were three morons in, in charge then. Well, the ABR thing was really about Jim Finks more than anything else. It was. And, it was. You know, but uh, Jim Miller was Jim Miller was awful. Yeah, yeah. No, it was the three-headed monster. It was the three-headed monster, yeah. and, and they really screwed it up. And and uh, Wade Wilson was a terrible quarterback, and Finks thought he was going to be better than Abair. Oh, wasn't even close. But, yeah, uh, those anyway. are the, glad those days are over. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> glad those days are over. With that said, Saints lose Jameis Winston this week. Uh, Taysom Hill was a full participant in practice today. Uh, you know, they're not letting anything out on who's going to start with. It's going to be Simeon or um, or Hill, but. Just your thoughts on where this team is at 5-2, and two, now losing Michael Thomas for the year. Uh, and, of course, now Jameis Winston injured and will not be returning. Um, well, I think that game Sunday was one of the greatest uh, regular season games I've, I've seen. I mean, not necessarily you know significant. It didn't clinch your playoff berth or anything like that. But just what they went up against to, to beat Tom Brady with a great defensive uh, game plan. They lose their starting quarterback. Trevor Simeon comes out of nowhere. Hadn't thrown a touchdown since 2017. Hadn't thrown a pass since 2019 in a real game. I mean, it was it was just awesome to, to watch that game. And uh, I knew the defense was going to hold it at the end, just like I, I felt like they would at the end of the Seattle game. Uh, that is a heck of a defense. Um, but I was I was really impressed. I think Simeon will start. Um, now, Taysom's um, just coming in. He may he may start a game during this stretch, but um, I think right now Trevor Simeon's your best bet with uh, with Taysom coming in as the uh, you know the all around athlete to, to help out the offense. With the with the quarterback position in flux, knowing you're not going to have Michael Thomas coming in, um, is this still a playoff team in your mind? You know, I, I I still think they can sneak into the playoffs um, because of the defense and because Sean Payton is just really good at getting backup quarterbacks ready to play after his mm-hmm. starter did it. I mean, look what he did with Bridgewater, and that, now he's doing it again. You know, he's uh, I think he's just the best quarterback coach in the NFL. Uh, so I, I think they got a chance to, to to kind of sneak into the playoffs. I do. Yeah, I'm, I I I am I have not. 
wavered on that, even with the situation. Now, again, we come in and both guys are, are, are struggling. Obviously, that's a different situation. But I think this team is good enough defensively. And, again, even with, again, running the football, if, they, if their quarterbacks can take care of the football and not turn it over and just, you know, keep it, keep it balanced somewhat in terms of completing passes, they're, they're, they're going to continue to win. Uh, the, some of the tougher games, it might be a little bit more difficult, but um, they're going to continue to win. And then they have a lot of confidence, you know. They they uh, yeah, and they feel you know the the like the underdog. I mean, they they, had, they didn't have Thomas all year. They had the several other players they didn't get until later, and then now this, you know. So so they're kind of that team that overcomes stuff right now. That, that's what's in their mind, and sometimes that's the most important thing. Talk about the SEC this week, uh, Georgia at Missouri. Uh, I'm sorry, Missouri at Georgia. Um, um, what is it? Uh, Liberty at, at Ole Miss. Auburn at uh, Texas A&M. Mississippi State's at Arkansas. Of course, the Tigers at Alabama. Tennessee at uh, Kentucky and Florida at South Carolina. What, what are the what? Where? What game are you going to? And then, what's a game that you think the the the, uh, the fans shouldn't miss? Actually, I'm, I'm not. Uh, we don't travel every single week. My next road game will be. Uh... Alabama at Auburn, which will okay. likely decide. Well, what are you watching this weekend? But outside of LSU, Alabama. Well, actually, the the key game I'm writing about uh, from the TV and Zoom this week will be the uh, uh, Auburn at Texas A&M game. That's that's a mm-hmm. big game. Yes, uh, it is. I think Auburn. I think Auburn could beat Alabama, um, which, by the way, should not be two in the rankings. They ought to be three or four. But okay. um, I, I think Auburn is going to have a chance to, to beat them, uh, and and uh, you know if they can get by Texas A&M, which is which is playing very good of late too, and beat Alabama. So that's that's a cool game. You know Auburn has never lost in uh, at Kyle Field. Uh, mm-hmm. They've only played there four times uh, since A&M joined the SEC in twelve, and A&M has won four of its five games at Auburn. But uh, that's going to be an interesting game. Of course, Jimbo used to be the play caller, quarterback coach at Auburn. Uh, and um, Bo Nix has been playing really well. And then, uh, you know, i got to watch the Alabama-LSU game. But that, that game is just not looking good with the injuries um, no. LSU has had. And, you know, that one could get ugly. Mississippi that, State that could be a pick be interesting as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a pretty good game as well. You mentioned the college football rankings. Uh, you don't like Alabama at two. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on the situation with Cincinnati at, at six? Well, um, you know, Cincinnati maybe ought to be five. Um, you know, I could see them possibly moving up, you know, because some of the teams in that top four are probably going to suffer a loss before it's over or another loss. Um but, you know, Cincinnati did not look good against Navy. They did not look that great against Tulane uh, either. True. One and six Tulane. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, I think they're about where they should be. Uh, but it's early. You know, it's it's the first rankings, and that there's plenty uh, could happen. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I mean, we'll see how it kind of plays out. I, was, I had Gary Smith on before you, who covers the wave. And I just mentioned, you know, these conferences like the American, the Group of Five, are always going to be outside looking in until they until they expand to twelve teams. Well, you know, but you, you know, you just got to look at it uh, as an individual season. And I mean, if, if if Cincinnati wins out and looks more impressive, you know, I, I think they should get in there. I think it's important in the, in those rankings 
and this is where the committee messed up. I mean, you have to look at this season alone. I think Alabama got to be number two because just subconsciously or consciously, the people on the committee mm-hmm. just think that Alabama's going to end up well. And they may be right, but that doesn't matter. You don't put them there because of what they might do in the near future or what they've done in the past. You know, because of what Alabama's done in the past, chances are they're going to repeat it, and so they're a good bet to move on. But that's not how you rank teams, and, and that's where they messed up. Uh, you know, I thought that, I felt like the – the committee chairman was uh, was a member of the Red Elephant Club, and they were meeting at Bob, <laughs> Bob Howard's wing. I mean, it was kind of ridiculous to have them number two with the loss uh, to a two-loss team. Uh, and Alabama also struggled with Florida, uh, mm-hmm. which is a four-loss team. We're lucky to win that game. And, uh, you know, their highest quality win is over, uh, you know, maybe Mississippi State, which lost to LSU. You know, or, or Ole Miss, which right. just lost to Auburn. So that that was not a good pick. Talk a little bit about the LSU coaching search. You hearing anything? You know, I, I wrote about that this week too. The uh, the LSU is keeping this secret better than any uh, secret they've ever tried to keep. Because usually they're right. like Barney Fife in that gold episode <laughs> when the gold was coming. They barely remember, and everybody knew it. They had a parade. Yes. End up not coming, but usually that's how LSU is with secrets. But but Woodward knows what he's doing um, in coaching searches, and uh, he's he's keeping everything quiet. Uh, I think he learned some lessons from the uh, baseball search because some some secrets got out there quickly. Um, this is higher stakes, but you know I mean I, I think uh, he's going to find a good coach. I mean I, I like Lincoln Riley, uh, offensive coordinator. I still like uh, Lane Kiffin, though understanding he's not really leaning toward Lane Kiffin. I think uh, Luke Fickle at Cincinnati would, would be good. I think uh, Mel Tucker would be good. Um, you know, I think Luke Fickle, you could definitely get him. You know, I, don't, I don't know if Mel Tucker is, is going to want to come at this point. You know, he's just kind of getting things started at Michigan State. Michigan is not. I, I don't know how he can turn it down, Glenn. I mean, again, well, uh, the same reason why Nick Saban left Michigan State. I mean, well, actually not, because when Nick Saban left Michigan State, Michigan was a major factor. Yes. It felt like it's always going to be number two. Well, Michigan's number two now in, mm-hmm. in that state. Uh, and, um, you know, Mario Cristobal, I think, is, is a kind of a. A lot, a lot of people like him. I like him, too. He's. Uh, now, he was part of that 2015 staff at Alabama. He's an offensive line coach, and he's from Miami. Think of what he could do recruiting in Florida. Um, I think that would be a very good uh, hire, too. Now, you know, those guys make a lot of money, and, and uh, you know, they got to figure, you know, do I have a better chance of winning it all at LSU than I do where I'm at? And, and sometimes that's a, you know, that's a close question. Well, I don't know. I mean, again, you know, I, I think the narrative of the last two coaches were less miles and, and Ed Ogeron, they won championships, should should be, again, a signal to any coach out there. If those two guys can do it with the helm they got at LSU, I can do it. Well, right, but there's no question you can win the championship at LSU. But, but you know, Mel Tucker might think he can win one at Michigan State, and Cristobal might think he can win one at Oregon. Mm-hmm. And Lincoln Riley, he's made the playoffs three times, so he's been close. You know, so then it comes to, uh, you know, more money. Is it, is it a slightly more advantageous job at LSU because of recruiting? Right. Probably, yes. Sure. 
you know what I mean? Yes. But Oregon can, Oregon can throw some money around now. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, and look, know, it's, it's gonna be so can LSU, though. I mean, again, that's never oh, yeah. been an issue. Look at all the coaches they're paying not to coach. Oh, oh, there's no question LSU can throw the money around. We know that. I mean, that's the one thing Woodward uh, doesn't really care about, how much he throws right. the money around. But, but, but what I'm saying is there's other schools that can do that, too. Sure, absolutely. But, again, you're one – you're in a situation where you're the only major school uh, in, 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 a, in a state that's fertile with recruiting. You're in the SEC. Uh, there are just so many boxes that LSU checks. And that's why, again, you mentioned Lincoln Riley. And we only got about two minutes left. Uh, you know, to me, Lincoln Riley, if he's not going to the pros, if he stays at Oklahoma going to the SEC, he's making a mistake. He better get over to LSU where, again, he's got a chance to be able to compete because it's going to be a different scenario once Oklahoma gets in the SEC with Texas and Texas A&M in terms of recruiting. Recruiting no Texas question. specifically. And, and, you know, I mean, you got to figure Coach Saban is going to retire within the next five years, you know, so so the new coach would just be getting into his first uh, cycle yep. of recruits possibly when, when Nick leaves. And I just think, and I wrote this a few years ago when, when I thought Jimbo Fisher should have been hired, it, it would be makes so much sense for LSU to finally hire a true offensive coordinator to be their head coach. Mm-hmm. They've never had that. You know, just think how fun that would be, not to have to worry about who the yeah. offensive coordinator is. Every yeah, other I'm with year, you. you know, and, and Glenn, I was talking to somebody last night that was talking about somebody wants to run the football. Uh, that, that's dead and gone at LSU. They, they want a wide-open offense now, and that's the type of coach I think they'll be looking for. Glenn, look, we're up yeah. against the clock. As always, very much appreciate your time. Quickly tell us about OutKick and, of course, uh, how folks can follow you on social media. Sure, OutKick.com. Um, Free website. Um, I'm a, at five o'clock. Um, I have a column that's going to publish on uh, Will Wade being in a little more trouble now as, as the NCAA is circling closer. And uh, you know, and I talk about how Scott Woodward could be looking for a second major coach after he's done wow. with the uh, with the football hire. That that's a possibility. That'll be up at five o'clock. And then uh, okay. I have a column on the coaching search that's up there too as well uh, with, with uh, Lincoln Riley picture. You can't miss it. Sounds good. At, at LSU Beat Tweet on Twitter. Glenn, we'll talk next week. Thanks again. Okay. Glenn Gilbo, US, uh, Glenn Gilbo of OutKick. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. 
Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Have your taste buds been hibernating? Wake them up with Uncle Bear's Dry Rub, a uniquely crafted blend of spices made right here in Louisiana. Use Uncle Bear's on your meat, fish, veggies, and more while smoking, grilling, and cooking and satisfy that bearish appetite. Gluten-free, no MSG, and a little less sodium. Uncle Bear's Dry Rub, more ingredients, more flavor. It's grizzly good, y'all. It's not magic that will deliver one billion packages to homes across the country this holiday. It's the United States Postal Service. And we don't need a team of reindeer to do it because we've added more vehicles to our fleet. And while we don't come down your chimney, we can pick up presents for you and yours. So if making more holiday deliveries to homes in the U.S. than anyone else seems like magic, that means we're doing our job. Share the magic at usps.com helpers. Lowe's Provember event is back. In celebration of pros, we're offering special values on top tools to get any job done right. Head into Lowe's and check out the largest selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories. Right now, you can get a guaranteed tough DeWalt 20-volt max bear tool free when you buy a DeWalt 20-volt max drill or impact driver kit. Shop in-store or order online. Lowe's, the new home for pros. Valid through 1-5 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. U.S. only. Today's show brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, and Old New Orleans Cookery. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Your station for prep sports. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
time for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans. <laughs> Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. I got the privilege of bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there, whether you're listening on the airwaves at 106.1 FM, maybe again the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, those, those uh, fine uh, apps you can take it with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 on the World Wide Web, along with ericasher.com, and of course, uh, maybe again our podcast, which uh, is on Anchor, but all podcasting platforms. Uh, the most listened to, I guess, will be Apple and Spotify, but you can check out them, check the show out on all the uh, podcasting platforms. Again, special thanks to our guest in the uh, first hour, uh, Gary Smith, and uh, also Glenn Gilbo. Mike Scarborough is about two minutes away. Don't forget, Mike Dettelier joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, we had a great show at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, you can check out the replay at 6 o'clock on LAE. Uh, also, 10 o'clock tonight at 10 uh, at uh, on WLA-TV2. That's the deuce. Uh, every Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. On, on the deuce, but Saturday afternoon at uh, Pelican Sports Television. That's 5 p.m. Uh, every single Saturday afternoon. Always at ericasher.com. Always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Pardon me. And then always at um, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today's program is brought by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Get out there and enjoy a meal at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Old New Orleans Cookery, also Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, uh, and, and of course the, uh, the original, the mothership, of course, Oceana Grill. Finally winding down the... Uh, construction on uh, on Conti. They're putting the sidewalks together now. Still a way to get right into uh, Oceana, whether you're coming from Bourbon Street or Royal Street. 
Get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal. Vote a top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week. They open at 8 a.m. for breakfast. Breakfast goes all the way until 1 p.m. Lunch and dinner service. Lunch starts at 10, 10 a.m. Uh, dinner service starts at 4 p.m. Man, I'll tell you what, get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal. Something for everyone, and I'm telling you, first of all, New Orleans' best breakfast. Cajun Creole dishes that, that are at their finest for lunch and dinner, and, of course, cocktails that are second to none. The mixologist, I'm telling you, outstanding at every single restaurant that the Bader Brothers own. Uh, just, again, a great place to grab a cocktail, uh, whether you want to dine or have a cocktail in the authentic French Quarter Courtyard or one of the five private rooms that they utilize for uh, for uh uh, your dining and also uh, your next event uh, it can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. And, folks, come on, think about this for a second. You have your party at, at, at Oceana. When the party breaks up after a few hours, I mean, you got a lot of things you can do. You can stay on Bourbon Street. You can head down to, down to uh, Frenchman Street. I mean, the party can keep on going. It's a perfect place for, for any type of event. Or, again, if you're involved uh, in, in a, uh, a business meeting, great place for that as well. Oceana's family-friendly, but perfect for, again, a, an incredible dining experience with friends, family, special someone, maybe against date night, or, again, even, again, a business meeting. To find out more, go to Oceanagrill.com. You can order for or delivery there. Check out the entire menu. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street, but you knew that, right? Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. That's right, daily. All right, uh, let's head to the guest line. Join us on the programs he does each and every week. Again, his site, second to none when it comes to recruiting, keeping up with LSU uh, athletics. It is Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com. Mike, how are you? Hey, glad to be with you. Mike, before we get started, man, I'm telling you what, I, I, people, uh, I see it. Folks are excited about, again, how you've expanded your site with the YouTube uh, uh, page and everything else. Tell us, because, again, if you haven't been to Tiger Bait lately, you haven't been to Tiger Bait. Yeah, uh, we just uh, a little over a year ago just really started finally using our YouTube channel in a much bigger way, and it just kind of happened by accident. And now we're, we hit a milestone yesterday where we've, essentially uh, more than doubled our, our YouTube followers. And we do multiple shows a week, live shows, and, and uh, we do a post-game show, and it's interactive, and, and, and fans are really, really taken to it. So it's uh, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait is our, our, is our, is our YouTube channel. And um, we also stream it to uh, our, all our shows to Facebook as well, but YouTube is a better experience. And then Tigerbait.com, of course, we've got all our content there. We're following the coaching search, uh, basketball, baseball, football, and and now we've even added women's basketball. So uh, it, what's astonishing to me is uh, I, I was telling uh, the, uh, Grant, uh, the uh, SID for LSU women's basketball, uh, some of our Mulkey videos, and, and sometimes they're going up the same day as our Will Wade press conferences. Right. Sometimes she's out drawing him and sometimes wow. even doubling him in views. A lot really? of excitement for women's basketball with Kim Mulkey. Yeah, no doubt about it. That expectation is the same type of expectation uh, that uh, fans are having for the coaching search for the football side. Mike, you're pretty close to the situation. I know everybody that I talk to tells me it's close to the vest. They may they're getting a little, maybe a little crumbs here and there, but um, uh, Scott Webber's done a good job of keeping this thing under wraps. But you got pretty good connections. What are you hearing? Well, the thing about the crumbs, I, I think in reality the crumbs are, are, might be some. Head fakes. I think the crumbs are a lot of people making educated guesses, or who makes sense, or who fits this the caliber of, of the LSU job. But in reality, you know, like for instance, all, at the end of last week and probably for the last week, 
probably the most popular name, or if you want to call it the flavor of the week, has been Jimbo Fisher. There was probably about a 48-hour period at the end of last week where Matt Rule's name was popping up. Um, and I tend to think that it's probably uh, just from what we've seen by Scott Woodward that it's probably the quietest name that's going to end up being the guy. And that's why I'm, I'm not quite doubling down, but it just makes me think even more that uh, Mario Cristobal could could be a, a, the guy or or someone along those lines. The guy, almost the guy who's getting talked about the least. But then the other problem you have is, you know, we had the college football playoff rankings that came out yes uh, two nights ago, and uh, you know, four four of the candidates that, that we talk about the most are in the top ten. And so, certainly, you, you want the guy who's going to have the most sterling uh, resume and the guy that, that, to make the biggest splash. But in reality, if you're hitching your wagon to one of those particular candidates and he's a bona fide uh, likelihood to be a, a, a part of the a 14 playoff, you're probably going to be wanting what, uh, some of these guys to stub their toes and, and eliminate themselves in the playoffs because. With the early signing period that went into effect several years ago, uh, you can't afford to wait till the end of December or January to hire a head football coach. You need to have them on the ground either uh, with still some days left in November or you're in the first week of December um, because a lot of those kids that you're recruiting are midterm grads and they're actually getting their diplomas in their hands in the first week or so of December. Uh, several of them could actually, if you were bowl eligible, participate in bowl practices like we've seen some of these kids do in, in recent years. Yeah, look, I agree. And, and it's going to be interesting on how you can get that done if, let's say, that particular coach has a chance to win a national championship this year, or this year, or again, they feel like they got a puncher's chance of getting into the college football playoffs. Uh, you know how do you how do you how do you make that work? I mean, look whether before whether it's a Mel Tucker, whether it's a Cristobal, whether it's a, a situation where it could be a Luke Fickle or or even a um, you know a, a guy a guy like um, uh, the Oklahoma coach. Uh, you know, I mean, so yeah, you go right Riley. down the line, right? So I mean, Lincoln Riley, all these guys have a chance to be there. It's going to be interesting to see again how Woodward can work this out. When again, a team is still still alive, so to speak, for for a championship. Right, and the one thing we've heard, and you mentioned Luke Fickle. One thing we've heard the last you know month since uh, you know we're uh, we're on week three of the coaching search. That was the title of our show last night, and it felt like it's, it's actually felt like it's been six weeks since. Seems like time ever since they made a move on Orgeron, it, time seems to be in slow motion. Um, but yeah, I. Ever since then, you know, Luke Fickle's name, whenever he comes up, it's just everybody says he's not leaving Ohio. His resume says he's not leaving Ohio. Um, but, you know, does them feeling like they got slighted uh, Tuesday night and where their ranking was, you know, is that maybe a, 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 a little morsel there that uh, Scott Woodward can use? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, or, or maybe Fickle saying, you know, no matter what I do and because of who we play in our league and, and only, you know, maybe getting one really good non-conference game scheduled each year, this is going to continue to happen, and I need to go somewhere else if, 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 if I want to ever try and really win a national championship. So, you know, 
uh, you know, maybe that maybe that's something that uh, that, that helps uh, Scott Woodward with a guy like him on top of, you know, being able to double his salary at a minimum. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. I know we, everybody, of course, last Saturday was watching Mel Tucker and, and uh, Michigan State beat Michigan. And, and um, I know there's a lot of people who are excited about Mel Tucker. I'm, right. I, I think I have him in the next category down. I, I would like to see him have uh, more than just one year at Michigan State where he's done something. I, I'd like to see several years. And then I also don't put much weight in that win over Michigan anyways. I don't think Michigan's a very good program. I think they're highly overrated. And uh, if they were in the SEC, I, I, I think they're the equivalent of, um, you know, maybe Kentucky. I, I just don't I, I don't see it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I think um, if they I played did... Auburn six – I think if they played Auburn six times, they – They'd lose five at least. What about this weekend, Alabama at LSU? My well, LSU is so beaten up right now, man. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the roster and look at the number of players that are injured right now. It'd be a tough game if you were full strength. I mean, you're going in there limping. Yeah, everybody I talk to, Judd, they're just they're just hoping that LSU doesn't humiliate themselves. Um, it, Eric, it, it's one. You have a really hard time trying to get fans interested and want to talk about the games, and that's the downside yep. of of having Ed Orgeron finish out the season as the coach. Initially, I was indifferent, but I think as this, as this has carried on, it just you know I, I don't know that Wilbur can do such a thing, and I certainly don't think he'd want to do it for home games. But in reality, I think most LSU fans wish all these games were at 11 a.m. on Saturday morning so we could get them out of the way as, as soon as possible. Yeah, it, it's funny. You know, normally Alabama, LSU, we, we, pardon me, we're, we're breaking it down every single day. I mean, it's been a, it's been glazed over this week, Mike, honestly. No, no, you know, I've uh, asked correspondents the question, but that's, and then I've moved on because, I mean, there's no excitement in the game at this point. When we go, when we go Facebook, when we go live with our shows, we're getting questions in our in our platform from Facebook and YouTube. Nobody, I mean nobody, is asking questions about the upcoming LSU opponent. And that was the same thing last night. Nobody cares. Right. If they, if they could push a button and fast forward to November 28th when the season is over, they would do it. Wow. Yeah. And, That's a long so way away from 2019, now, now my friend. In, now, you're in, now you're in deer season. You know, how many guys are saying, man, I, I'm going hunting. I'm not, right. you know, if they they got a TV on at the camp, mm-hmm. uh, they'll watch it. But uh, I assure you they're not uh, breaking their backs to carve out the time to watch it because they're afraid yeah. of what they might see. No doubt. I did want to ask you this before before we wrap up. Um, Glenn Gilbo just wrote an article in OutKick about, again, the fact that uh, the NCAA is wrapping up their, their um, investigation into LSU basketball. What are you hearing on that front uh, as far as that goes? You and I have discussed it in the past. This has lasted long, much too long, uh, and there doesn't seem to be a, to have the much, uh, much tangible evidence one way or the other against, uh, against uh, uh, Will Wade. What are your thoughts? What are you hearing? Well, I've always thought it was going to amount to a whole lot of nothing uh, until I saw what the NCAA did at Oklahoma State yesterday, and that's scary. Uh, I don't know if you saw that press conference uh, with their AD and, and their head basketball coach, but that's criminal what the NCAA did to them. 
for what three hundred dollars, and they fully cooperated. And now they're they're not uh, NCA tournament eligible. And the kids that are in in the program now were in the seventh grade when these things allegedly happened. Um, so you know, I saw what the NCA did at Oklahoma State yesterday, and I posted mm-hmm. a thread on our message board saying, "Does this make you a little bit more scared about what might happen to LSU and Will Wade?" after seeing what they did to Oklahoma State. I mean, I, I feel so bad for what they did to the Cowboys. Right. Uh, and, and, and if you saw that press conference, and anybody that's seen it, and the coach tearing up and having to tell his kids they can't play in a tournament and they get scholarships taken away, the, the, the NCAA, uh, you know, and, and the coach, man, good for him. He, he, he named the names of the NCAA people, and mm-hmm. uh, good for him. Uh, the NCAA really looks awful right now. And it's just another another – uh, you know, a feather that's on the camel's back. That's you know, sooner or later, whether it's the SEC or others, uh, you, you can see where they're they're going to want to break away at some point. And if it wasn't for the NCAA tournament, which the NCAA owns, uh, it yes. might have happened a lot earlier. So you you think that we're going to be hearing something pretty soon? Then I don't know if it's going to be something soon. I'm just after what happened yesterday at Oklahoma State. I, I'm. Whereas in the past, I've been kind of like thinking nothing's going to happen, or if it is, it's going to be minimal. I'm starting to think uh, maybe you need to be a little bit more scared that that something bad could come Will Wade's way. And, of course, the worst thing of all would be that he would get a show cause. And I think if he got a show cause, then, of course, Mm -hmm. that that would make Woodward have to make a move on Wade and and be looking for a new coach. Yep, yep. Now, if he takes away a scholarship or two, or maybe gives them uh, gives them a, a, turn, a postseason tournament ban for a year. Uh, I've always maintained that you hold on to Will Wade and you weather the storm, because mm-hmm. the likelihood of, of of getting a coach of his caliber that can recruit like him, uh, you know, back in the fold, is it, it, something else. The flip side of it is is you know now with NIL being legal and all that stuff is what he did, you know. Does it matter now, right? right. You know, yeah, the, the right. analogy I, I always use is like, okay, it, it's the equivalent of a guy getting pulled over for having a couple of uh, marijuana cigarettes in his, in his uh, you know, console of his vehicle the week before recreational weed uh, is legal in the state of Colorado. Right. Well, you go to court a month or two later, how does the judge sentence you? We're, we're, we're at that point, it's legal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and what no, I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, what a damn strong But again, the transgression legal. happened when it wasn't legal, so it'll be interesting to see. And plus, look, the it's almost as though Wade has been kind of thumbing his nose at the NCAA all this time. It, it reminds me a lot of Dale Brown way back in the day, where again they became a vendetta type situation as well. So I'm not sure if the NCAA oh, is going to give LSU a pass here. And, oh, I, yeah, and again, you and I have talked about it in the past. LSU would sacrifice basketball long before they'd sacrifice football any day of the week. Oh, yeah, and, and, and that's the other thing. Uh, we, we've already been hearing that because LSU's still, you know, dealing with the uh, Our Lady of the Lake stuff with the NCAA. They thought they, thought they had had that cleared up before the, the Will Wade stuff happened, and, and, of course, they didn't get through that and find out if, if, if that was over with. Well, you know, there's been some rumblings out there that maybe Will uh, that, that that Woodward's uh, negotiating with the NCAA to like, you know, throw the basketball program under the bus in order to save football to get a lesser 
uh, deal for, for football. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, look, you know, you, you got Mulkey, you got Jay Johnson, uh, you, you hire a mediocre football coach, and then you, you throw Will Wade under the bus, uh, your approval rating is going to go go in the dumper. It's going to be interesting to see, especially against what we've seen over the last couple fans, weeks, no doubt. Fans nationwide might not might not like Will Wade. Uh, most of them can't stand him, but the LSU right. fan base loves him. Of course, because he wins. And, and, and again, there's always a good – opportunity to be able to win a championship with the type of recruiting that he does, something we haven't seen maybe since Dale Brown's era. i got to wrap it up, Mike. Always appreciate the time. Once again, tell us about your site, how folks can follow you on social media. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com, subscribe, choose the annual package. You save, you get three months free essentially when you do that. And uh, I'm on Twitter, at Scarborough Mike and LSU Tigers on TigerBait on YouTube. Thank you, buddy. We'll check in with you next week. All right, Eric. Talk to you then. Thanks. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. New Orleans country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of the year. It may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Lafayette Street to the O'Keeffe Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for backups that are solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Delays pick back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past the 310 to veterans. Delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from North Claiborne to Canal and delays pick back up 10 westbound from Bonneville to veterans. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. 
Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hey, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Again, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill. Also, don't forget about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, Mambo's. Man, I tell you about Mambo's all the time because it's just a great story. Uh, the Bader brothers saw an opportunity. There was a, a strip club on Bourbon Street that was in constant uh, 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 trouble, um, you know, getting closed down by authorities. Just, again, just a, just a uh, honestly, just an eyesore on, on Bourbon Street, uh, you know, and – uh, they had the opportunity, went in, uh, uh, re- totally renovated the building. I mean, I'm talking from top to bottom. Uh, put in just the mo- what I'm telling you is honestly, there must be the most beautiful uh, uh, restaurant in on, on Bourbon Street, bar none. And again, there's some historic restaurants on Bourbon Street, right? Um, every floor has its own bar. Every floor has again its spacious dining, uh, or again a place where you can have cocktails. And then, of course, first floor, you can overlook Bourbon Street, do some people watching, uh, an authentic French Quarter courtyard in the rear of the building. Uh, and then you get to the second floor, again, it's own, its own private bar. You walk out onto a Bourbon Street balcony, absolutely fa- fantastic. You go to the third floor, again, private bar, all, again, just like the first, second floors, spacious dining, et cetera, its own private bar there. And then you walk out on Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. It's absolutely fabulous. Again, the the the, the the cocktails, second to none. A great mixologist, uh, a bar on every floor. You're not, you're not going very far to look for a cocktail. And, and then, of course, Cajun Creole cuisine, that's second to none. I mean, just a menu that has something for everyone on it. I mean, it's the perfect night out. If, if you're coming to New Orleans, for the, having friends come in for the first time, get them on up to that rooftop bar. Let them see sight lines that you've never seen in, in New Orleans. But, again, just a lot of fun. Music, again, great food, et cetera. Uh, you can have your next events there. Great for a romantic getaway. Delicious meal with fr- family or friends. They're open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Uh, they're open late as well. You can also go right next door to the hideout bar when you finish up at Mambo's where you got live music in a courtyard center. you got uh, great drinks, great food. Again, it's all part of what Oceana puts on uh, with their Oceana family of restaurants. And, of course, this is Mambo's. Mambo's, where you can make your next memory on Bourbon Street. Again, you do not get past 411 Bourbon Street without stopping in, checking out the restaurant, 
Maybe grab a bite to eat or, or, or a cocktail and go try one of either the, the balcony or, again, the uh, rooftop bar. Absolutely fantastic. And, of course, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, your AC is giving you problems. Man, you can't get with Burkhardt. They're, they're going to get in there, get it fixed, get it, compl- get it uh, taken care of for you. And then, look, right now, especially now with the cool weather coming in, you want to make sure that heating system is working correctly. Uh, you don't want to have a situation where you got carbon monoxide poisoning in your home or, again, a possible fire. The easiest way to do that, great peace of mind, have Burkhardt come out and give you an inspection. They'll thoroughly clean the unit, make sure everything is working properly. They're not going to gouge you or cheat you, tell you there's something wrong with it or it's not. They want you to be a longtime customer. And, of course, they'll make you have, again, uh, ease this winter season as you crank up that heater when we get the cooler months. Uh, again, when Burkhardt inspects your heating system. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, um, a lot going on uh, right now as far as, the, as far as what's happening with the, uh, with the New Orleans Saints. And, uh, and of course, we're, we're, we're kind of watching what's happening with um, uh, the situation uh, with Taysom Hill and, and Simeon. Look, first of all, I will say this. Do not, um, do not, if I'm Peyton, I'm not saying a word about the quarterback situation until, again, he has to before the game. So, good news today. Um, Taysom Hill was full participant in practice. Uh, Jameis Winston, I was the out for the year with the knee. Malcolm Jenkins was limited today in practice, so that's good. Look, he doesn't miss games. Grandison, not really good news. Did not practice today. Again, they, they need him along that defensive line. Ty Montgomery with the problems they have in at wide receiver right now, he did not practice today. That's not good. Dwayne Washington is back from the neck injury. He was full practice. Peyton Turner still limited. Teron Olmstead limited today. Again, with a groin. Peyton Turner with a, with a calf. And Lattimore was full practice with the hand. So that's the, uh, that is the uh, uh, injury list for today. It'll be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out with, with, with the Saints going forward, especially the quarterback position. But, look, I said it the other day. Um, you, had a, you had a quarterback competition. Taysom Hill lost the quarterback competition. Simeon wasn't even in the competition. Okay, you heard Sean Vazan say yesterday when he was at practice, one of the things that he talked about, one, one of the things he saw was Book was probably fourth. Uh, I'm sorry, Book was probably third and Simeon was probably fourth uh, in, in, in the pecking. But, again, he came in. He did a nice job. Uh, for the Saints last week. I can see him starting for this team. But, again, because of the issue at wide receiver, and I said this earlier in the week, you know, that we saw a transformation in Jameis Winston. In the beginning of the season, he sat sat back. He tried to be able to go through his progressions and throw the ball uh, from the pocket, even though, again, he's not a guy that steps up in the pocket. Um, You look at the situation uh, down the last few games, what is he doing? He's running the football. Why is he running the football? Because guys are not getting open. Before, he was holding the ball, holding the ball, and again, either having to throw it out of bounds or, again, take a sack. Uh, He realized that ultimately he was going to have to start being more aggressive, and he started running the football more. Uh, Is Simeon going to be able to be that guy, or do you look to a guy that you know can run the football uh, in in Taysom Hill? the jury's out on, on Taysom Hill in terms of, you know, whether he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. It, look, you can look at the record last, last year with a blah, blah, blah. This is where the rubber hits the road this year, okay? Can he do it, again, with the pressure that's going to be on him to be able to get this team to the playoffs if he is ultimately the starter? And I think right now, because you can always go back to Trevor Simeon if necessary, uh, the, he's the best option. And, again, look, you come in and he could lay an egg. And if that's the case, then you move on to Simeon. But if he, if he will be a again, if he will play the quarterback position 
like Lamar Jackson plays it. And what I'm saying is, go through your progressions. One, two, if, by, if it's not there with two, you're taken off. You put pressure on the defense. The defense is going to suddenly again start uh, giving a little bit of leeway to these, to these pedestrian receivers. They're going to start to get open. It's harder to be able to, um, to, to cover if you've got, you got a quarterback that is a willing runner. And it, with Taysom Hill and his ability to run the football, uh, again, that might give them the best chance of win because, because of the, the situation with the wide receivers. Now, is he as accurate as Simeon? As of right now, it doesn't seem to be. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. But, again, look, you can always go with Taysom early, and then if it's not working out, put him back a jack-of-all-trades and move Simeon in and ride Simeon the rest of the way out. And that just goes – that's just the way it is. But I would like to see, especially this weekend in Atlanta, see, again, Taysom start, go, in, go into a situation where, again, he is immediately putting Atlanta on notice that I am going to run the football. I am willing to run the football on every down if I need to. Uh, and and uh, at that point, they're going to walk that safety down, and it's going to loosen up things in the defensive backfield for, the for again, these very, very pedestrian wide receivers. So we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Um, and then, of course, the receivers have to catch the ball. Oh, and and they, uh, the problem has been separation. Uh, and in some cases, I mean, I go in my mind's eye, I look at stills, I see some of the other receivers out there that, again, that have missed very, very catchable balls that Jameis Winston threw them. Uh, they're going to help. These receivers have to help out this quarterback going forward. And we'll see if that's a possibility. There was a reason why the Saints, with no cap room, went after Odell Beckham and, and of course, Slayton before the trading deadline. They don't believe in the receivers they have right now. But, again, right now you've got to to ride with the ones that, that again, you brought to the dance with, right? And right now that is, again, the receiving core they have. So Hill can be a playmaker from from the uh, quarterback position. Let's see if he can do it. If not, look, it's no sweat. You're moving back to back to a jack of all trades, uh, and he becomes a weapon there. And you bring Trevor Simeon back, and you just hope that again he can manage the game for you. Um, tell you what, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about a Yahoo piece that came out today that was honestly organizational fed. Okay, that talks about uh, really made this the first time I'm hearing that support that again the the, the club knew that Zion Williamson uh, was getting the surgery that they had their strength and conditioning coach with Zion every every step of the way. So I want to get into that for a few minutes. I want to talk a bit about that. Also, again, got some more information on the upcoming election in, in, in New Orleans. I want to get into that before we finish up today's program. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Again, no, uh, when, you, when you're looking for a company you can trust, uh, I don't care where you live in, in, in the metropolitan area. Okay? And again, if you're looking for a mechanic shop you can trust, it is Southern Tire. ASC certified mechanics. Also, again, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. Uh, and I'm telling you, probably, again, more state-of-the-art uh, uh, opportunities uh, for to be uh, opportunities at, uh, at Southern Tire. Be- because, again, one thing Tony Piazza has done is continually uh, bringing in uh, things that are going to help them in terms of diagnosing the problems that you have with your vehicle. Uh, Southern Tire, they also have tires. The largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, up to 30 inches. Finance is available there for wheels and tires. You get a flat, bring it on over to them. If, if they can repair it, they will. If not, you got the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area to be able to choose from. Uh, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or, again, you go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. I say it over and over again because it's true. I'm a, I'm a lifelong New Orleanian. You don't hang around in this town since 1972 with a business unless you're doing something right. Southern Tire, owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. 
Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms, changing this <coughs> into this. NyQuil Severe, the nighttime sniveling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Uses directed. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now, but if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. The sounds of the holidays are in the air. Jingle bells, wrapping paper, maybe some ho-ho-hos. But at the Home Depot, we also love the sounds of you making the holiday magic happen. Things like ovens baking, turkeys roasting, drinks chilling, air fryers frying, washing machines washing, and your family in the middle of it all. Right now, it's the best time to save on the appliances you need to make the holidays yours. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, Bombos, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and the Hideout Bar. All are open late. All are open for lunch and dinner. Oceana open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get out there and enjoy a great meal or a cocktail at the Oceana family of restaurants. All right. Um, article today in uh, – actually, it was yesterday. Uh, I don't know. Actually, it came in, came in at 11.47 today, so it is today. Ben Rohrbach of, of, uh, of Yahoo! Uh, wrote an article, Zion Williamson's injury timeline is as murky as his NBA future. And so I was interested to read this article because, again, um, uh, I was told that they had some information in it that, that again, we hadn't heard previously. Uh, you know, he starts off the article talking about, you know, some big players that, again, that had short injury, short uh, NBA careers. Uh, Glenn Big Baby Davis, of course, of LSU, Robert Trailer, who was with the New Orleans Hornets, uh, Jihad White, Oliver Miller, again, you remember him with with Arkansas. Um, they talk about, you know, the, uh, the you know, his, uh, you know, Zion's weight, his, you know, his size, et cetera. And then, of course, he gets into, he says, we do know that Williamson fractured his fifth motorcycle uh, bone in his right foot in early August. Okay, well, do we? Do we know that? Uh, he goes on to be able to talk about, you know, uh, David Griffin and, uh, again, that, you know, he was trying to be conservative on, um, on the initial uh, prognosis uh, for the, uh, uh, the initial prognosis for, for the injury. Uh, and, and then uh, there, there was a, a, a paragraph within the, um, uh, within the, the article in which, again, they, they talk about the fact that, um, and it's the timeline, uh, that even though that the uh, the injury happened, uh, that the Pelicans and the Williams uh, family agreed to keep the foot injury private, hoping the most op- op- optimistic prognosis will allow them to rehabilitate before training camp, and it didn't necessitate them disclosing, disclosing it publicly. Okay, uh, first of all, that is the truth. I, I believe that. What I don't believe is. Then again, Williamson reported the injury to the Pelicans as soon as it happened. Then strength coach Stan Williams spent the entire summer in Los Angeles overseeing his recovery. Okay? He said they avoided months of speculation uh, at that time, hoping that, it, that he that it would heal. But it's slower than expected healing process to delay the hysteria over the injury. Look, if you're David Griffin, you come out on media day and you tell the truth. And, and this is another issue that I've talked about before with Zion Williamson and the family. You are letting the family dictate, again, how you are going to be able to go public uh, with, the, uh, with, with, with how the organization handles Zion. And there's got to be a line there where the family's got to butt out, okay, at the end of the day. Uh, what happened in the bubble where, again, you lied to the public saying that there was a family emergency when, in, in, in essence, he got injured and left the, bu- left the bubble because you didn't want him to be looked at as injury prone. Then you, get, you fast forward to this, to this past summer when he was supposed to be, again, in the lab working on his game, and then he turns around and you find out, again, he's got this injury, and then you're trying to put the timelines together. Look, I asked the question simply. In June, uh, you, you saw Trajan Langdon and Brandon Ingram at a Suns game, again, critiquing Willie Green, trying to, again, they knew they were going to try to get Willie Green. They were trying to get, uh, again, one of the superstars on board. Zion was invited. He didn't show up. They're saying this injury happened in early August. Remember, again, the, the teams came together during the um, the summer league games. Uh, uh, Zion was a no-show, MIA. So they're trying to correlate this to around that time. The, the bottom line is, again, 
this franchise under David Griffin has no longer has the trust of the fan base or the media here in this town. The national media can get stuff fed to them where you can do one of these pieces uh, like, like this guy did today where he's dropping a few little things that, the, that, the, that again, the organization fed to him. Uh, ultimately, if this is how it went down, David Griffin should have manned up on media day and said, look, we've known about the surgery since day one. We knew about the injury on day one. Matter of fact, again, Stan Williams, the strength coach, spent the entire summer with him overseeing his recovery, and we had our surgeon in the operating room when the surgery was going on. None of that happened. Instead, they tried to play it off that, again, it's not a big deal. He'll be back by the time the, 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 um, uh, the regular season starts. So, again, more BS more subterfuge, and, and, and again, more, more just, again, outright lies by the Pelican, by the Pelican uh, upper administration, again, starting with David Griffin. So, again, they have lost all credibility with, with the fan base and the media here in this town. And one of these little small hit pieces you throw out there, hoping that it's going to catch on nationally, I ain't, buying a, I ain't buying a word of this, okay? I ain't buying it because, look, very easy to diffuse this if David Griffin gets in front of a microphone, even if it's, again, with Todd Graffinini or one of the, again, uh, David Sallerson or one of the guys in-house and, and sits down, and, and, you know, at halftime of one of the games and, 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 and goes through it all and talks about the situation where he's not getting members of the media that are peppering him with questions. That didn't happen. That hasn't happened. Again, that's why I'm saying I'm calling BS on this article and I'm calling BS on all of it. And this is, once again, uh, another example of, 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 of Griffin uh, trying to control the narrative. But in essence, uh, again, based on his past, nobody's buying. Nobody's buying. And, and that's for sure. Uh, I want to tell you what. Pelicans lose again last night. They're now 1-8. and eight. And I'm watching Nikhil Alexander-Walker play. And I really wanted to talk about this the other day. You know, there were times last night when he showed me the type of player he could be. Look, I'm just going to say it right now. He's got so much talent. For him to take his game to the next level, he's got to use his passing ability. I mean, he is a gifted passer. If he would just pass up a few shots, be aggressive with the ball, again, attack the basket, uh, again, uh, be aggressive with his dribble to give up a good shot for a great shot, set up a teammate instead of always looking to be able to, you know, throw up those three-point shots, if he could just say, look, I want to be Magic Johnson. By saying that, I mean I want to concentrate on a triple-double every night. That's my goal. Triple-double. Not, not to score double figures. Triple-double every night. He'd be an outstanding player. I believe he has the accountability, uh, that, that kind of ability to be able to, again, be a guy that can be a triple-double guy. Uh, but he's got he's to pass the basketball. He's got to get past this that every shot is a good shot. Uh, he gets too wrapped up in shooting the basketball. And for, for the Pelicans to take the next step, he's got to take the next step. They're counting on him. He's got to become a more all, a well-rounded, complete player. And right now, you only see glimpses of it. And it's, it's pretty sad. i got to be honest with you, because I expected, again, a little bit more of him at this point. Just hope that, again, he'll start taking the coaching. The other thing before we, uh, before we get out of here, again, you know, I'm always dabbling in, in what's happening with the city. Um, there's a big contingent of ABC, anybody but Cantrell. And I've been talking to people behind the scenes, and I'm telling you right now, I've said this for years, vote for the name you don't know. Well, this time you don't have a choice. If you're an Orleans Paris voter and you're going to go in the voting booth, you're going to see 13 names there, and you may only recognize a couple of uh, maybe family names out there, or, again, of course, Cantrell. Uh, they, the, the, the business community, from what I understand, is just waiting and, and, and hoping that there is a runoff. 
if there is a runoff, if you notice, there's really no commercials on radio or TV right now uh, for the mayor's race, for really for anything for the most part when it comes to this political season, which is unprecedented, right? Uh, they're holding their mouth back. If the business community gets, gets someone in the runoff with, with Cantrell, you will see them rally around that runoff opponent with strong funding uh, so that they can have an alternative to, again, the four years more of a term-limited Cantrell that has no one to answer to. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out on November the 13th. And if there is going to be a runoff, and then, again, how, again, the dynamics of that race is going to change now when it's a one-on-one deal instead of, again, Cantrell against a bunch of no-names. Only time will tell on that. We'll see how it kind of plays out. Uh, Also, again, uh, before we get out of here, I want to make sure, again, that you guys remember that Mike DeChay is going to join me tonight on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, it's at 6 o'clock coming up right after this program. Uh, you can uh, check it out there, t- 10 o'clock on WLAE TV 2 tonight. Also, I have it up on our social media platforms as well. All right, uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, you got issues with your AC system, heating system, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. And don't forget about generator sales and service. They're the experts. Looking for a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers customers. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street. 
at Old New Orleans Company. With Early Paycheck, you can get your direct deposit up to two days earlier. That's another reason banking with Capital One is the easiest decision ever. Even easier than deciding to open the biggest birthday gift first. Which one are you going to open first? The pony! Yep, even easier than that. Plus, with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is banking with Capital One even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. No fees or minimums on new consumer accounts. Capital One and A member FDIC. Shante, can you sweep that, please? Mina's salon business is growing faster than she can keep up with. She needs a new shop manager before her bookings go out of style. Curtain bangs and balayage would look so good on you. Just hang on one second. Can you please answer that? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Grammy Award winner, Darius Rucker Live. Friday, April 1st, Sanger Theater. With special guest, Kaylee Hammock. Darius Rucker. Tickets on sale Friday, November 5th at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Don't miss Darius Rucker Live. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning into the program. I want to thank Mike Scarborough uh, for joining us along with Gary Smith and, uh, and of course, Glenn Gilbo. Uh, very much appreciate those guys coming on the program. Thanks to our fantastic sponsor, sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Don't forget Mike DeChie joins me next on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Thanks to Rudy back in the studio for producing. Thank you for listening to the program. And as always, thanks for supporting the, the, pro, the uh, sponsor, sponsor our show. Coming up next, it is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM. Till tomorrow at uh, 4 o'clock. Uh, have a great have a great evening. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog cat to the gubdom, they all gotta go.